Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am with Marina Coutelon. She's the fashion manager for the Smart Creation project at Première Vision. Hello, Marina. Hello, Adrien. How are you? I'm fine. So this week, the 17th, 18th and 19th of September, uh, this is Première Vision. Um, and on the smart creation space, you're going to show uh, a few materials that are very innovative. Uh, but first of all, I would like you to tell me, how can you be sustainable uh, in 2019? Uh, you can be sustainable if you take into consideration all the aspects of the life of your garment. I mean by that, that uh, 80% of the environmental impact of a garment is decided when you when you create it. So you have, of course, to take uh, the perfect sourcing. So you can go to Première Vision to choose your yarn, leather, uh, fabrics for your collection. Then you can uh, go further aiming for zero waste with uh, new pattern techniques. I mean, by, by that, that uh, there's a lot of uh, new designers that are uh, pushing the boundaries of uh, pat pattern making by uh, creating uh, new ways to um, avoid waste of fabric. And then you may go for a new business model. Um, I've got this example that I love from a mud jeans that is based in Netherlands and they are doing, um, as well a leasing of jeans. So, um, those jeans may be a little more expensive that you are uh, used to pay, but, uh, you can lease them. So it will be a small amount that you pay every month. And then, um, when you, when you are a little uh, fed up of, of your denim, you can send it back to them and then they will uh, suggest you another garment. So that's a way for you to have a new item and also a very good way for them to recycle products that uh, they know the origin. Great. What are the other ways uh, to, to be sustainable in 2019? Do you think any, uh, about any other business model? Um you can um you can have a pre-sale for example you can um ask um your customer to wait a little but um when you explain them the origin of the project where it comes from um the different steps that are needed to create your garment um i think you can as well um build a legitimacy for your product because you explain everything and as well um you create desire and i and i think that we we have lost desire in products today and I think that we have to um, to take it back into consideration because when you're launching, um, I know, thousand items per month, then I think that customers today are a little fed up of those systems. So you have to create a new way to seduce um, your customer through sustainability with a beautiful storytelling, but also then go on to story making. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I'm thinking about uh, being a designer in in area where it's very difficult to be sustainable. You know, 
Let's talk about leather goods. You know, I used to be a leather good designer and I'm still a leather good designer, by the way. Uh, how can you be sustainable when you are working on leather? You, you've got um, you've got a lot of options because uh, generally uh, people are um, saying that chromium is really bad. I mean, chromium is really bad when it's produced on the other side of the world because uh, chromium mutates. It goes to chromium three that uh, is allergic to customers, then to chromium six that is carcinogenic. So sorry. And um, but if you produce um, items that are tanned, for example, um, in Italy with chromium, um, with a complete uh, recycled um, treatments of water, so that you you don't launch into the um, the general water those uh, heavy chemicals, you can be sustainable with chromium. But generally, there's really a few people that know that. So you have to know the origin. You have to ask your suppliers. How do they work? Because there's a lot of options, but generally they do not communicate it. And generally also the designers don't ask for um, the, um, the production cycle, which is, I think, really a pity. And then you've got a lot of other options. You can have also um, really good uh, vegetal tanning, but also ask for that because sometimes you may have uh, metals with it. So It may be sustainable and it may not. So again, push for the question. Ask always. Push uh, your suppliers. And visit um, them. Visit them always as much as you can. Because um, if you want to uh, share with your customer what you are doing and uh, what are the interests of your products, you have to know as much as you can. So go to Italy, go to uh, Turkey, go visit your suppliers and ask them questions. They may not answer the, your first email, but then if you keep on pushing, you will get the answers. Mm. And then you can go to um, the new alternatives. Uh, one that I like um, a lot is the example of uh, Cuir Marin de France. Mm. They are re um, reusing uh, waste products because they are working um, with a French company with, which is uh, producing salmon and sturgeon. And then they are tanning it without chromium. So that's a good example of... Uh, using food waste and turning it into a, pro a product that is beautiful because um, for me it's kind of look-alike uh, exotic skin so that's a really nice product if you want to go for wallets for example yeah i would uh, i would like to talk with you about plastic as well uh, this is a very, very big big uh, big problem right now about microfiber about uh, using uh, polyester etc and polyester in every fiber in the world uh, what's your point of view about polyester And should we should we use polyester today? Um, if it's virgin polyester, no. The answer is clear. Uh, you've got the uh, option of a recycled polyester first that um, is quite well known now. So um, to produce other uh, recycled polyester, we use uh, PET bottles. So that's uh, the bottles that are gathered for from the domestic usage. Um, but you have to know that it's uh, it's not something that can be um, recycled um, forever so generally you can um, recycle it uh, four times and then it's done so as I said uh, before you have to take into consideration how this product can be transformed so for example um, it's also um, to teach your customer to um, get their products back to facilities so that for example this um, recycled polyester then it can um, become an insulated Uh, insulation material so it can have another life 
outside of fashion. And then if we go on to those synthetic, you have also the options of uh, polyamide. So for example, um, I really like um, a polyamide that is uh, called Evo. This is a quality that is made out of uh, renewable resources. This is um, castor oil seeds. Uh, so you don't use... Um, Um, petroleum to produce your polyamide, you're using uh, a natural renewable resources to have it. Excellent. And, and another subject I would like to, to talk about with you is uh, recycling. Recycling. Can you tell us a little bit more about recycling products? What are the, the pros and the cons of recycled material? Um, in fact, there's a lot to know about uh, recycling materials. First, um, we've got two big families of materials, let's say, that you can recycle. You've got the natural, the natural uh, materials, so cotton, uh, wool, for example. So um, at, um, at the moment, when you produce recycled cotton, you have to mix it with another fiber. It's a little technical, but you've got a shorter fiber of cotton when you recycle it so you you will have to mix it for example with virgin cotton then if you go on that way choose organic cotton to mix it with for example and then for wool it's um it's kind of easier because um there's not a lot of people that know that but it's um a really old technique it's um It's a technique that is um, that was often used uh, on the district of Prato in Italy. So um, this know-how has been known for a long time. And so you can quite easily uh, recycle wool. And then we've got uh, um, the other uh, family of materials that are the synthetics that we've just talked. Yeah. So it's mainly um, using PET bottles mm. to recycle because at the moment um, there are a few techniques to recycle um, already produced polyester. I mean, like um, there are companies like Avenue that we have on the smart creation area that um, have the technology to recycle um, a polyester fabric. But at the moment, it's really niche, let's say, because uh, it's it's really complicated. Great. Okay, let's play a little game now. Um, let's say I am a, a designer, a code designer, and I want to find... The, the the most exciting well the most exciting material right now on smart creation uh, space what would you uh, I, I am a code designer oh you're a code de designer um, I will tell you to go um, and ask Monteco mm. uh, the Italian company for um, their new quality that is uh, made out of um, a mix of recycled wool and lyocell yeah. so um, the The viscose that is uh, from um, FSC certified um, forest, um, and I really like Monteco because they are they've got a strong involvement into sustainability. They are um, using a massive amount of um, recycled materials. I mean, they are uh, using uh, 1,600 tons of recycled material per year, and this way they are saving uh, 40,000 square. Um, meters of water, uh, more than 1,000 tons of CO2. So that's really a good example. Great. Let's say now that I'm um, a t-shirt designer and I want to make jersey. Uh, so now let's move to Greece. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the Supreme Green Cotton from Varvaresos because it has a, a fantastic touch for a jersey. And it's uh, also interesting because they've got a traceable approach. Um, 
every um, every ball of cotton, then the fiber, then the yarn is identified through um, a code. So you can track all the pieces. And then if you want to communicate it with your consumer, you can easily uh, tell the story of the product. Great. And let's say now that I'm, I want to make a woody. Uh, for Woody, um, let's go to uh, SMI Tessuti. Yeah. Um, they've got um, a quality that I really like, that is really comfy, that is uh, the perfect mix of recycled products because it's uh, recycled wool plus recycled cotton plus recycled polyester. So, And it has that uh, very um, special behavior because it's comfy and at the same time it's uh, it's dense, but not heavy. So yes, good example with uh, SMI. Wow. Uh, what about the shirt? Um, there's uh, a very beautiful quality uh, by uh, Tessitura Monti this season um, uh, from an organic cotton that is, I think, the finest that you could have if you are um, working for a luxury house and you are looking for uh, an organic cotton. You have you have to go to Monty. And it's also that is a company with a, an embedded uh, position in, into sustainability because they reuse 100% of their water. So they are doing everything they can to save um, energy, water, um, and also a really good uh, treatments that are non-toxic. What about um, tech material? Tech material, um, Prima Loft, they have launched uh, a quality that is called uh, Prima Loft Bio, that is uh, the first insulation made of 100% recycled and biodegradable um, fibers. And it has a shell and a, and a liner that is from uh, organic cotton. So you can be uh, totally warm and using both recycled material and organic material. Mm. And if you work in the underwear business? Um, I will tell you to choose uh, polyamide uh, from uh, Brugnoli uh, that is made out of Evo. Evo is a biopolymer. So that means that you uh, obtain a synthetic material, but not from petroleum, from uh, renewable resources, because this is made with um, castor oil seed. Interesting. Uh, what about if you are um, a shoe designer? If you are a shoe designer, there's um, a new uh, development that is really interesting from Atco. Uh, they are the first to produce um, a leather yarn. So they are working with uh, certified tanneries and they use the leftovers and they produce this yarn that you can uh, then knit with um, polyester or polyamide, whatever uh, material you would like. And then you can um, develop your knitted sneakers, for example, with that uh, with that fantastic uh, development. Wow. And what about leather goods designer? Um, if you want to do a wallet this season, I will tell you to go to uh, Cuir Marin de France. Yeah. Uh, because they are using uh, the food waste uh, from the industry. So um, it's salmon and sturgeon skin mm. that are tanned without chromium. And it has a beautiful aspect. It's a, it's a, it, it would be quite um, a good option if you don't want to go for exotic skin, but uh, keep the scales of the fish. It's, a, it's beautiful. Excellent. And what about uh, jewelry designer? Yeah, you can uh, have beautiful uh, marbled beads in in a, in a range wow. of colors that is amazing from uh, Valter. Um, and it's also that uh, technology of biopolymers. So um, here it's uh, fermented um, 
uh, um, natural resources that turns into that polymer. And then it's really interesting because it has been uh, tested and proved as uh, not releasing any harmful substances when mm. it's uh, biodegrades into uh, the nature. Mm. And um, I think you had two other things you wanted to talk about that was uh, natural dyeing and um, new fibers. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really happy because this season we've got um, a few dyeing companies that have uh, succeeded in making uh, vegetal and natural dyeings scalable for the fashion industry. Mm. Because we knew that uh, technique for a long time, but we couldn't use it in fashion because it was too difficult to uh, reproduce in terms of colors. Um, you've got that uh, problem also of the colors that were not regular mm. on your fabric. But then they... Um, They have made those uh, new techniques. I mean, it's uh, depending on the companies, it's five years of work, seven years of work, eight years of work. So it took them a really long time to have those qualities. But now you can have those um, natural dyings that are done in cold water. So you save uh, 75% of energy and you've got the quality of a, a chemical pigment, but in natural dyeing. And what about the new fiber? Yes, um, you may have heard uh, if you came uh, last uh, last year of Pinatex that is yeah. producing, uh, producing an alternative material out of um, pineapple um, fiber. Mm. Um, but it's an alternative that is uh, good for leather goods and shoes, for example. But now uh, there's a company called uh, Circular System that is producing a fiber out of this um, uh, agro-food waste. So it's a mix of um, fiber from pineapple, uh, banana tree trunk, um, as well, uh, linen oil and uh, hemp oil. Yeah. And all these mixed together make this new fiber. So then you can have uh, your yarn. And um, if you if you see the examples, you couldn't believe that it was it was food in his in its previous life. And for me, that's a f fantastic example of going of going circular because we are using um, the leftovers of one industry to be the the raw material mm. of our industry. So that's a good, really good option. Mm. You've been in the in this business for quite a long time now. Um, can you tell us? What have you seen? The, 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 what has been the evolution over the last few years uh, when it comes to sustainable material? Um, first, uh, there was a lot of uh, pressure on cotton because it was, it is still the most used fiber. So there was those developments on organic cotton, and then um, the industry was uh, pushing to have alternatives. I mean, eco-responsible alternatives for all the, the fabrics that we were using for our industry. Mm. So um, the past three years, we have seen a lot of new developments or of techniques that were um, finally scalable for the industry. So we've seen, um, I mean... At the same time, um, much more fashionable item because, for example, you could have organic cotton, but the range of color were really dull. Now you can have beautiful prints with uh, new printing techniques also. So, I mean, we have seen an evolution in terms of fashion. So, and that's the way to seduce consumers because when you're a consumer, you want a beautiful product. You you don't go to buy an eco-responsible product. I I don't believe it. You go to buy a product that makes you beautiful, that you love, and then it's the extra bonus that it's eco-responsible. But if you, as consumers, 
they don't enter a shop thinking, I will go, I want to buy an organic product, let's say. They mm -hmm. want to buy a beautiful product. So yeah. it was really essential that we have this much more fashionable offer. And then it's also that we've seen... Um, The, all those new generation of fabrics, I mean, recycled polyester, those no, those new synthetics that are made with biopolymers, those materials that we obtain out of uh, agro-food waste. So it was at the same time, um, I mean, it's, I've seen a lot of difference uh, in the last two years mainly, because at the same time, we had um, much more innovative techniques and fashionable Uh, products. So I think that's why uh, sustainability now goes into our wardrobe because it it really had uh, made a major step. Mm. I should have asked you this question before uh, at the very beginning actually, but what does it mean sustainable fashion? Uh, it's a lot of option. It's uh, choosing um, the perfect let's say the most perfect material that are not um, harmful to the environment and also to uh, the workers that are producing it because um, often they are on the other side of the planet, but you, you can't take uh, that out of your consideration. Then it's um, thinking of uh, your patterns, thinking of the end of life of your product. Mm. It's taking every steps into account. Mm. And I think that... Um, We've seen um, a major change in fashion uh, the past 20 years with fast fashion, but I really believe that uh, the next 20 years will be the, a new shift for fashion mm. because you've got a new business model. I mean, like renting your products, leasing them. You've got those new alternative for materials. And we are all um, facing that uh, climate crisis and the fashion is a little responsible of it, let's say. So we have to go for all those alternatives because we have them now. So there's no option not to go into action now. Mm. And how can the fashion industry uh, accelerate its sustainable revolution, by the way? Uh, rethink its process because uh, we are launching uh, first too many products. So I think we should go for uh, less collections, uh, recreate desire because mm. you've got those thousands of thousands thousands of garments that goes into production and, and onto the stores every month but in the end i think we we have gone too far on this like uh, bulimia of consumption so i think you have to um to explain your consumers how the how the products are made um there's a lot of option to to go into a more sustainable fashion yeah. What do you look at to get inspired and to stay ahead of the game when it comes to sustainability alternative? Uh, I look at all those new uh, materials outside of the fashion industry, mm. in architecture, um, in packaging for food, because it may uh, be a new, a new synthetic um, in the coming years uh, that may uh, be a fiber for fashion. So it's yeah, um, looking outside of my industry. Uh, I'm passionate about materials, so I, I, I'm always uh, willing to discover new materials for, from other industries because whether it's cars, architecture, um, food industry, you've got a lot of alternatives everywhere. So then you can think, okay, but uh, how could we transform that into fashion? What is the technology behind it? How could we um, make it uh, scalable for fashion? So. Yeah. 
And what is the last piece of clothes you bought? Um, it's a dress from uh, a French brand called uh, Make My Lemonade. And it's a dress that he's made in Portugal because um, I'm uh, specialized in sourcing materials, but I'm also really looking at uh, where the products are made. And I know that uh, the Portugal, um, in Portugal, you've got um, um, really good manufacturers. And I know that it's produced close to my home. And they are, I mean, the brand is communicating also a lot about how they produce. And it reassures me a lot. Mm-hmm. And who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Um, definitely uh, Yvon Chouinard from Patagonia. Of course. Because um, he's the main one. He he made everything. I mean, uh, we are developing uh, those eco-responsible approach into fashion for the let's mm. say the past three or five years now. But he he was doing it from the beginning. And um, I think I would like you to uh, create a duet between uh, Yvon Chouinard and Stephen Phipps. Um, Because I really like this new designer, um, because he's working into uh, sustainability. He loves uh, also outdoor. In fact, he's collaborating with Mille at the moment. And he was um, one of the finalists of the LVMH Prize. Mm. And I love his approach because he's doing uh, like super fashion, the most trendy items that you can find. And uh, at the same time, he's a really big fan of geology. So, yeah, I I really would like... Um, to hear those two uh, talking together. Great. Thank you so much, Marina, and uh, see you at Première Vision. Of course. Bye Thank bye. you. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. 